Hello, Peter Squire here, Winnipeg Regional Real Estate Board's Vice President, External Relations and Market Intelligence. I'm your host of this special podcast series of The Voice, where we interview 2022 mayoral candidates to hear what they have to say on issues important to the real estate industry. The Winnipeg Regional Real Estate Board serves over 2,400 members in and around the Winnipeg metropolitan region who, in 2021, transacted over $6.5 billion in residential real estate through our MLS cooperative selling system and significant amounts of commercial real estate development, sales and leasing through our CPIX commercial real estate system. We believe that real estate is amongst the most important facets of the economy, servicing diverse business sector locations and housing as the anchor to where we live, work, play, and invest in. Welcome, Rana Bakari. Thank you for joining us on The Voice today. Let's get started. If elected as mayor, what strategies will you implement to reverse the trend we are seeing where more people are leaving our city to go to other provinces than coming here? Thank you for having me. That's a great question and one that we should all be mindful of uh, as we go through time and changes in the city. So my vision for Winnipeg, um, it's not just about today. Uh, it's truly about the next seven generations of Winnipeggers. You know, if we want a sustainable, prosperous, revitalized community and city, we have to pay attention to what the city will look like in the future. That demographic change of Winnipeg will continue to, to change. Um, you know, we have to have that 30-year vision of who's going to be a part of the city, uh, what does it look like, because those needs will be very different. The one thing is the demographic, uh, planning 30 years ahead, at minimum seven generations ahead, and realizing some of our assets. The demographics of Winnipeg changing with the increase in newcomers, youth, one of our greatest unrealized assets, I say this every day, is the Indigenous youth. Um, they are one of our greatest assets. We need to empower them to be able to do what they need to do, rec- recognizing harm, recognizing traditions. And there's no other word but empowerment that I can think of because they are skilled in their own right. They're skilled and they're so powerful in their own right. We just need to start to support that. And a city that retains people has to ensure that Winnipeg is affordable. And that includes salaries and wages, keeping up uh, with the pace of uh, the cost of living, creating space for skills and development and training, encouraging entrepreneurship. Uh, There's an entire generation of youth right now who are entrepreneurs. They're not the nine to five people. It's it's just a different world. Uh, You can talk about that gig economy. You know, there's youth out there and they're 25, they're 30 years old and they have three different side gigs going on. And that's a very powerful thing because it's creative. Um, it's still, it's still contribution to the city in many ways. So that's another really important point. One thing that's very unique is I'm really committed to public engagement with youth. Uh, and I think I, we really need to listen and hear exactly what their world looks like. We just have to change the people sitting at that table because we can have these conversations all we want. But we need to truly hear from them at those decision-making tables. What are your strategies to attract business investment to Winnipeg? And what sectors do you believe should be focused on? One of my favorite questions. Um, So Winnipeggers, what's what's our pride and joy? Many things. Arts. You know, culture is so massive. But one of the really important things is uh, we're in the center of the continent. 
we are so uniquely positioned to do so many things. And with that statement, it would just naturally flow that we're also the center of numerous industries. So attracting investment is important to ensure, number one, that we're able to drive the economy uh, forward in a way that makes a sustainable impact on the city. Um, but also we want to include that private and public partnerships and um, ensuring that we're Uh, Our goal is to diversify the economy. Uh, If COVID has taught us anything, it is that things can change in an instant. And what we need to be able to do is manage those crises. And in the future, we've already known what can happen. So with that in mind, diversifying industry is going to be huge. Winnipeg is already known for our vibrant arts. I've already mentioned that culture scene. So for me, I think that as mayor, I want to focus on the arts as an industry. It's a large opportunity for Winnipeg. Continued growth in new media, digital imaging, animation special effects, interactive games, the list goes on and on and on. That is the that is the place because for that type of industry, we're also engaging youth. We're engaging the next generation of Winnipeggers. They've they've grown up with this. It is a part of their daily life. It's a skill set that they probably already have. But again, we come back to empowerment. Can we empower them? Can we lift them? Can we tell them that you have a specific gift and a skill set? Let's give you what you need to make it a part of an industry that we can support. The second one I think I think we should all be focusing on, whether it's on a provincial or federal or a municipal level or uh, First Nations um, level as well. We know that they're the stewards of the land, the water and everything else. We, we, we want them to engage in this part of it when it comes to the green economy, green energy, technology related to climate health. That's really another way that we need to go because we have some very important greenhouse gas emissions targets. We have targets that we already have to meet. What steps will you take to address the issue of Manitoba being one of the provinces with a chronic shortage of residential dwelling units? Definitely a crisis. There are several steps I would encourage anyone to take, whether you're a councillor, a mayor, province or federal. The first, for on a municipal level, obviously we need to reduce some of that red tape. You know, we're hearing about the conversion of empty office spaces into living spaces. That's a great opportunity for us. We need to make that um, as simplistic as possible to do. It's going to resolve a lot of issues. Uh, there's a tremendous amount of um, opportunity, especially downtown and especially for non-Western newcomer families. We refugees, multi-generational families, immigrant families who are here, it's their landing space. It's the first space that they come, right? So we, we really want to engage in that uh, for that first uh, step that they take, which is a lot of the times in the core area. But having more living spaces downtown that are close to services, that's a massive issue. You want to be at least 15 minutes away from services, ideally. In a perfect world, that's what we want. We want people to be able to walk to get groceries, walk to get any of the major daily issues they need to get resolved because that also would uh, combat some of the climate issues we're dealing with, some of the uh, transmission, um, greenhouse gas, too much, too many cars on the road. Those issues can be resolved with that. So we're actually talking about a massive 30, 40,000 foot view of when we're doing housing, whether it's rental housing, whether it's individual dwellings, whether it's anything else, we have to really be thinking at a higher level. So that's the one part of it. The other thing too is um, we need to obviously encourage building up rather than out. Um, So incentives on building homes with rents that are basically geared toward income uh, is really going to be very important because affordable housing uh, is a massive, massive point that we need to start resolving. How will you build and lead a team at City Council to ensure we receive funding to support growth enabling infrastructure? Again, it's 
collaboration is key. Number one is collaboration. And number two, it's for Winnipeggers to understand funding. Winnipeggers understand what capacity on a municipal level do we actually have without help? Because we can collaborate as leaders, provincially and federally, and also with First Nations and and Indigenous indigenous leadership as well. It's key to supporting growth and enabling infrastructure investments. Um, So the the first thing I want to really do is within my 90 days, my first 90 days in office, work towards building these long-lasting relationships based on respect, common ground with all levels of government, and First Nations and Indigenous leaders. Um, The second, on a municipal level, I'm committed to ensuring that council, EPC, uh, we need to make sure that they're not divided just by the design of council because that two governance model, we've heard about this over and over. It is not conducive to good governance uh, when there's one group of people who are not getting information. They're not included in the discourse and not included in the decision making. There's no transparency among the two groups. You know, we have to remember that anyone who is elected on that city council, they represent Winnipeggers. So the wards themselves are Winnipeg. Uh, so we need to make sure everyone is included in that dialogue. But again, the key is collaboration. It's respectful. It's a respectful dialogue. Funding will be hard. Any mayoral candidate that comes to this table and says it's going to be rainbows and butterflies and we're just going to collaborate and it's magically going to happen is absurd. It will not happen that way. We need to come to a common ground. What's the common ground? When Winnipeg does well, Manitoba does well, the country does well. That's the common ground. What benchmarks and actions will you take to move key projects ahead faster to sustain delivery of core civic services? Simply put, I will hit the benchmarks that are already in place. There are numerous action plans and studies uh, that council has ignored or have been unable Mm. to meet. Uh, They already come with deadlines. One of them, I mean, we can talk about the city's active transportation plan. Yes, it was adopted in 2015. A two-year plan, a five-year plan, uh, or benchmark, a 10-year benchmark, we haven't hit any of them. So benchmarks just for the sake of saying we have benchmarks is not valuable. It's not contributing to the betterment of our society. It definitely is not a part of my vision for the city. We have the studies in place. We have the groups in place. We have the research in place. The research was done by some of the most incredible, intelligent, comprehensive leaders in our public service. Those re- that research came, it came from the city. So we need to look at that research. We need to make sure that those uh, projects are all being revisited. So for me personally, the strategies are already in place. Going to do a quick review within my first six months for sure. We need to make sure that we're on that point. I'm not saying we're going to go there and review every single policy that we have under the sun. Obviously, there'll be some key policies. Transit is a big one. Climate change is a big one. Housing is a big one. Infrastructure is going to be the big massive for poverty reduction. Obviously, going to be involved in that. We need to review them, review what the benchmarks are, adjust them according to the next eight to 10 years, uh, and ensure that we are meeting them. Thanks, Rana, for participating in our mayoral podcast uh, series. And I wish you the best of luck in your campaign. Thank you so much. And, um, you know, if anyone has any questions, they could always call uh, the campaign. I'm more than happy to engage in any, any discourse. Thank you for participating and sharing your vision on issues important to the Winnipeg Regional Real Estate Board, its members, stakeholders, and all Winnipeggers. To our valued listeners, Please tune in for more episodes of The Voice, where we invite mayoral candidates to share their vision for Winnipeg.